0: Hello and welcome to the Fertility and Femtech podcast brought to you by Zonas where we aim to educate you on all taboo topics in women's health. You can learn more on our YouTube channel or at yourzonas.com. Hello everyone, I am Dr. Ravina, NHS doctor specialised in women's health, and I'd like to welcome you to this dedicated channel for women's health where we discuss all taboo topics. If you have any questions or comments that you'd like to make, please drop them in the comments below and we can make videos on them if you uh, would like us to. And if you have any questions, you can also uh, drop me a message on Instagram at Dr.Ravina. You can follow me on TikTok and also subscribe to us on YouTube. Please do share this with anyone who you think would find this useful so that we can continue to disseminate evidence-based information. So today we'll be discussing implantation bleed versus period bleeding. Now, this can actually be super stressful so if you're a couple that are trying to conceive and um, you have think you've got pregnant, perhaps you've got a positive pregnancy test, and then you suddenly notice that, that you have some pink discharge in your knickers um, or some abnormal kind of discharge, which looks like blood, you may worry, whether this is a miscarriage, or whether the pregnancy's actually happened, or whether it's a period. So I think it's really important to be educated on the differences between what a period is and how that looks different to what implantation bleed is. You can get a bleed for lots of different reasons. So it is really important that you know what the key red flags are. And I have done a video on PV bleeding or vaginal bleeding. So you can check that out if you wanna know more about the red flags. So in today's video, we'll be discussing what happens during implantation, uh, what an implantation bleed is, and also how that differs to period bleeding. So let's dive straight in. So during fertilization, you'll have developing follicles that grow bigger in the ovaries. These will then be released from the ovaries. They'll go down the tube and they'll fertilize the sperm. That will become an embryo, which will then become a slightly bigger embryo called a morula, and then a blastocyst, which will then implant into the womb, womb lining at around day eight, day nine. So that is the process of fertilization. So now let's move on to what an implant plantation bleed is. So you have a fertilized egg and it now needs a blood supply because you have a growing organism. You have cells that are multiplying and they need to develop, they need to grow and they need a blood supply. So where are they going to get that blood supply from? Well, they're going to get it from the mother and they now need to invade the mother's womb so that they can then produce a blood supply. And I think the placenta which is a joint organ uh, between the mother and the baby is one of the most amazing organs that i've ever really studied and the reason for that is because it's the fusion of the maternal bloodstream and the fetal bloodstream that then come together and fuse so that implanted embryo sort of implanting and invading itself into the mother's womb. And by doing that, it will then disrupt the current blood supply of the womb to then form new vessels between the baby circulation and the mother circulation. But whilst it's doing that, you have a really juicy womb that is super healthy and has lots of blood vessels so that it can allow this process to happen, so that it can allow that bloodstream and that blood those blood vessels to form with the baby. So because you've got this process happening, you're likely to have a small implantation bleed when that sort of implanting blastocyst is burrowing itself into the womb and disrupting those blood vessels. So that is what the implantation bleed is. It's that process of burrowing into the womb. Implantation bleeds will occur in 25 to 30% of women. So not all women will have it. So if you're just watching this video and thinking, I never had that, then you're probably part of the 75% that never have experienced implantation bleeding, that everyone would have experienced periods. So let's decide how it differs from a period. So an implantation bleed will be light spotting. It shouldn't be as heavy as a period. And the color will be um, either quite light pink or it might be quite dark brown. And the color of it just depends on how long it takes for the blood to leave the womb and come out into the world um, as oxidized blood. So if it's a bit more oxidized, it might appear more brown. um, Whereas if it's more fresh, it will be more bright red. And so that would differ from your period because that would be quite fresh blood. And it will be a lot, the quantity will be a lot more and um, the flow will be more. So you'll have a heavy flow with your period. Whereas this may be just um, a few spots or maybe a teaspoon. In terms of the duration of the implantation bleed, it shouldn't last as long as a period, so maybe one or two days, whereas the period um, can last between sort of three days up to 10 days, depending on what's normal for you. And the last thing is that you shouldn't get any pain associated with implantation bleeding. The other difference between implantation bleed and periods is that Um, there's less cramping associated with implantation. So some women find that they may have a little bit of cramping and they may feel slightly bloated, whilst that implanting embryo is just embedding itself into the womb. Whereas with periods, um, the cramping can be quite severe. So just a few red flags to be aware of is if you get any abnormal bleeding from down below. So if you have any abnormal discharge, any bleeding after sexual intercourse, and um, anything that smells unusual, if your vagina is quite itchy, then you do need to talk to your doctor because there may be something else going on and we may want to do some more tests for you. And I'd just like to conclude by explaining that the key sign for pregnancy is missed periods. So if you don't have an implantation bleed, it doesn't mean that you're not pregnant. It doesn't mean that the sort of the embryo hasn't implanted properly because only 25% of women will have this. The key sign is not having periods. If you haven't had a period, please do a pregnancy test as soon as possible. Other key signs of early pregnancy are things like bloating, breast tenderness. You might have a change in your appetite, mood changes. You may find that you're extremely fatigued especially during the early stages of pregnancy and a lot of the symptoms that you get in early pregnancy are associated with the higher levels of progesterone so what you might find is that a lot of these symptoms are symptoms you get maybe a week before your period and that's when your progesterone levels are highest but when you're pregnant not only do you have that high level of progesterone but that progesterone level actually stays high in order to maintain the pregnancy. So those sort of PMS symptoms that you may have experienced are much worse and have have now amplified because of the sustained high level. So if you do have any of these symptoms, they may be early signs of pregnancy. I hope you found this video useful. If you have any questions, please drop them in the comments below and please do subscribe to us and share this with anyone who might find it useful. All the best, take care, bye.